The um, Asian Avengers. So weak. The Asian <laughs> Avengers. So weak. So, so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together? Got wow. Together. Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. Or you can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You like opium? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Asian Not Asian Podcast, the podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American gives a fuck about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. Mike Nguyen. And today we're coming at you live from the Listening Party Studios inside the Canal Street Market as part of the Canal Street Radio Network. So shout out mm, to those guys. Shout out to Tang Clan also. <laughs> Check them out on the gram. Um, it's been a while, Mike. I, I missed you last week. I missed you too, dude. I mean that platonically in a bro way. I don't. I mean that romantically. Look into my eyes and tell me you miss me. I'd missed you, dude. I texted I legit, it to you. Yeah, I know. I, I feel I felt weird about it. That's why I didn't text back. <laughs> <laughs> I did, man. I had a lot of wine and I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm in the most romantic city in the oh, world. Oh, shit. <laughs> and you're with your wife? And I'm with my wife, but I was secretly texting you. <laughs> <laughs> well, where were you? Tell the tell listeners I where was you were. In, uh, I was in Paris. Damn. I went to Paris because um, I found... Um, this is a classic case of... Uh, uh, sunk cost fallacy. You know what that is? No, I don't. Tell so me. So what that is is uh, it's like you invest in something and then you're like, well, I already invested, so I'm just going to keep investing, ah. even though it's like a. So I had bought tickets that were like pretty cheap on like cheapo flights or whatever it yep. is. Dot com. <laughs> and uh, it just became a money hole. But damn, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Right, and, right, right. And right. Uh, I just wanted to go. Uh, it's like one of the my you know me and my wife's favorite cities, and so damn. we went and we just like. Paris it up, dude. Yeah. We like fucking ate baguettes. I mean, okay, all the stereotypes that you think of with France yeah. are true. Okay. Baguettes everywhere. Right. People eat baguettes on the street all the time. Just like they, they don't even put butter on any shit. They just buy they the just baguette and they just gnaw on it on the street. Full, like, full size? The full size one. <laughs> and they just slowly work through it. Throughout like the a, day. Yeah, like a chipmunk and shit. Oh my God. It's wild. That's and then crazy. Mad cheese, a lot of wine, Mm-mm-mm. people drinking all the time. Um, everything closes at five o'clock. And uh, it's cool. It's any, any Asians up in France? <laughs> yes, Asians in France. Yeah? There's a bunch of Chinatowns. There's like two or three of them. Oh. Um, there's, and there's a fair amount of Japanese people. Really? Yeah. I, f- it, I like, feel like studying abroad or I don't know. Japanese French people. I think there were Japanese French people. And in, in general, I felt that the people who were in France, uh, the Japanese people who were in France, seem like they live there they just look like they they weren't they didn't look like tourists and stuff like that you know? oh, okay, okay 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 and uh, i was thinking about it and i feel that japanese people and french people they have very similar cultures in in their outlook of how their culture is I they're very uh, cocky they're very cocky mm-hmm. they're always like this is the best shit you've right, ever tasted right. that's what we do yeah and they're very particular about how things are done mm. right like for example i was eating and then I tried to move my wine glass like a little bit and the waiter like grabbed it and put it back. <laughs> really? Because he's like, this is where the wine goes. Every time? I only did it once because I only dared to do it once. <laughs> and I was like, I got it. Yeah, I'm in your country. Damn. And uh, they're very much about skill. Right, right, You know, right. they're all about repetition, like having that perfect baguette or eclair over and over and over again, mm. making like a million of them. And like butter. And it's, 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 it's the same outlooks. Obviously right, very different right, right. cultures, but yeah. it's very like, this is how we do things. Right. Fuck you if you don't like that. Damn. Well, so did you talk to these Japanese French people? I mean, how do you know? How do you, how'd you know they're Japanese? Dude, I would follow them for a little bit and then listen to see what language If they, they would say something Japanese. Also, you can kind of tell Japanese people have a very particular way of dressing, like international Japanese people. Oh. And like Chinese international people, they always have Supreme on. Chinese people do. Yeah. Interesting. You can always be, you know, uh, that guy is Chinese. Oh, yeah. shit. Saw a couple of Vietnamese people. 
because Vietnamese people and French people got a let's say complicated relationship. Right, right, right. And yeah, so there was like little pockets like that. It was. It was this chill. is uh, the white people are listening. Like, oh, okay, so if they're wearing supreme, they're Chinese. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, fu- I just fucked it up for everybody. Damn. Well, you know, speaking of. Chinese people <laughs> and just great craftsmanship in general. <laughs> a skilled man. Uh, let's let's get into uh, uh, our guest for today. Oh, uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's just j- jump right into it. Uh, th- the guest for today. We kept it a secret from our from our fans for a long time. We didn't want to say anything because we didn't really actually think he's gonna come. But he came. Yeah, I know. Yeah, here. we didn't think so. Uh, this dude is a comedian. He's an actor. He's a model. Model. Uh, you've seen him on the Daily Show. He's been on Crazy Rich Asians. Let's give it up for Ronnie Chan. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me. What do you mean? What do you mean you didn't know if I'd come? Well, we didn't know. Yeah, but I confirmed it. You, you, and, you confirm- kept, and you kept asking me. I was like, <laughs> no, I, I asked you once. No, you you kept like, hey, are you still on? Are you still on for this thing? Are you no, still no, on? I'm like, no, see, I knew you would think this because I asked you to do two things, two separate <laughs> things. One, uh, true. a different event, and then this one. But I asked you to do it on the same week. So as I was following up, I was like, oh, he's going to think I'm fucking annoying. But had to do it as a producer of the show. No. Had to do this it. Is, this no, is that's the, fine. This is the biggest deal for us. Okay, this is like <laughs> this is like when, this is a huge deal for me, man. I'm, what? No, this, this, is you? this is this is like the time like uh, this hot girl decided to go on a date with me. Yeah, and I was like, she must have had a stroke or right. something. I, and I just kept like reminding her. I was like, right. so we're still on, right, on Friday <laughs> to see if the stroke cleared up or whatever. And you know, and we, was it still on? It was still on. It was oh, still right. a terrible date. You brought a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, we just, you know, we just didn't no, know. No, so. you guys are super cool, man. This podcast oh, is great. Thank you so much, dude. Love it. Love what you guys do. Super entertaining podcast. I like how it's uh, just fun. It's not self-indulgent and it's interesting. You guys talk about, you know, fun stuff. It's hard to do, man. Everyone has a podcast. It's hard to make it interesting. That it is, is hard. I tried. I failed. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I had a podcast and it just sucked and I just stopped doing it. What was it called again? Cool time? I don't even know. What it was. I changed you the name. Know. No, I changed the name like three times. Oh, really? Yeah, because I just got so like uninspired by it. And I was like, no one's listening to this. It was just me complaining about no one listening to it. For, like, for 20 minutes, it was like me just going, no one's listening to this. Who cares? Not, nothing means anything. I did and listen to a few to do some research on you this weekend. Yeah. There, there was one about, um, I think you recorded this when you first moved to New York. And, and, then, and then you were complaining that you went, you got a new iPhone at the Apple store. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> he deleted your photos. Oh, yeah, he deleted everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what? And it was just like 25 Dude. minutes about how how you, you thought she was a nice employee. Yeah. But yeah. what she did was wrong. So you, yeah. le- you left her a bad review. Uh, <laughs> or a concerning review as, as, a, as a good agent. No, no, no. I, I sent in a letter of complaint. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes, I don't, yes, yes. I don't leave public reviews. I send letters of you complaint. You sent a, mm. yeah. Did it say that on top, letter of complaint? Yeah. Like a lawyer? Dude, I, you don't even know. My second comedy special is all about letters of complaint. <laughs> yeah, for real. You can find it on my website, Ryan Chang. It's RyanChang.com, yeah. The, second, wow. the, the, the whole story in that second special was about letters of complaint to Apple about them being dicks. Did they get know? back to you? They they did yeah and then they they offered me like a cable in exchange and then they they also like subtly dissed the guy I was complaining about Ooh, how? they were like this it was this Asian dude in in Melbourne and he was being the biggest dick and put aside the fact that it's like yo we're all where's the love like <laughs> number one where's the love at the Apple store yeah at the Apple store it's like yo what, you know like why are you treating me like some kind of you know white person like because <laughs> then it's acceptable yeah so. and then and and he was being a huge and then f- so first was the no love and then the second thing was he legitimately was being rude you know over what? something uh, yeah mm. so i and, and, uh, doesn't yeah, that break your heart whenever you see an asian dude and you're like oh man we're gonna be best friends yeah and then you're like talk to them for a bit and you're like 
oh, we're not going to be best friends. <laughs> dude, that happens a lot. That happens a lot. A lot. Dude, and that I, breaks my heart. Yo, that's a different... We already have a different perspective on this already. Oh, because uh-oh. I agree with you. And it's not always about nationality. Yes. So sometimes it's just... You can be the same nationality. You can be a different nationality. But you're just different persons. Like sure. what, what you just described yep. is a very organic... Of course, we're all individuals. And then there's sometimes where it's like... When they hear me talk and they know I'm not from America, then it, it's on. Really? Yeah. Or, 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 or similarly in Australia. When I first moved to Australia, when they, as soon as I talked and they knew I was from Asia, it's on. And then it becomes like, stop making, you know, that, that, yes. that, that projection of like, you know, stop making us look bad. You just, you know, you, even you talking is making us look bad. Oh, You're going to, yeah. And that, dude, that stuff is. Dude, yeah. that is, I mean. I've been we, mm-hmm. uh, we went to Japan I, you know me and my wife went to Japan and then we went to France too and we always play the game try to fool them into thinking you're from that country for as long as possible mm. you know <laughs> like 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 just nod you know if you go into a restaurant say just raise up two fingers if you want to you know two people right, right. and try not to say anything so they don't know <laughs> <laughs> until it's too late <laughs> that's always the game right until the bill comes yeah. <laughs> I want to start here you Uh-oh. I didn't even know about you until you got on Daily Show and I read about you as I was working in my cubicle and I was like who, who is this Asian guy he's gonna take over New York I want to start with like the transition between like Australian comedy to New York comedy like was that hard for you because to us we've been just reading about you on these articles and it's like this magical story yeah. but I'm sure it wasn't like that right? I saw, it was exactly yeah. like that yeah. I saw your <laughs> <laughs> we had wands and everything and I yeah. first saw uh, you, you had this bit uh, about how you were arguing uh, with uh, your girlfriend and uh, you went to a really good law school so then you argued about a Kanye song oh yeah we argued and I remember him. that clip that clip went viral yeah, so I remember little, seeing that and I was like you know who's this guy I hope he never comes to America because he's, <laughs> he's gonna take all my jobs but uh, but uh, I mean what's what's so you started you started in Australia yeah yeah I started doing stand up comedy what's the is, what's, is, it, is it like is it similar to America where you're just like I'm, I do like 100 mics like a uh, day yeah when okay. you start you know everyone starts comedy like scared and yep. confused and you know it's just a scary thing and it, no one knows how to figure it out and yep. Are you supposed? Is this supposed to be a job or is it mm-hmm. a hobby? It, everyone starts the same way, you know. Everyone starts comedy like just a scared person in a room of strangers. I mean, yep. uh, and then you keep doing it, and then usually people get addicted to it. Mm-hmm. The way comedy is, I'm mm-hmm. sure you guys know, it's so it's you know such an addictive drug, trying to make people laugh, and then you keep doing it. And I was lucky; I kept kind of getting uh, spots. You know, my first five minutes of comedy, I was like. You know, joining all these comedy competitions in Australia, mm-hmm. and like it was taking me always, you know, to the finals or whatever. Oh, awesome! Um, and so I had a pretty relatively easier start in Australia. The whole comedy scene is, is for better or for worse, like focused around uh, the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Okay. So we all gear up to write like an hour. That's like oh shit. Like our, that's like our goal. That's a like completely same. different mentality. Is that a totally different mindset? Yeah. And is that like hours? That supposed to be like like a one-man show type of feel yeah. to it or is it supposed to be like a comedy well, hour i mean you know that's where that's where it becomes an art like it mm. you can make it wherever you want you know the, the idea is that yeah if you if you ask me on paper yeah the idea is a one-man show format as a mm-hmm. festival show but you can make it wherever you want you know i lean towards the just do a stand-up set yep. you know um but um i think like by australian standards i think this is fair to say like by australian standards i think i'm less one-man showy 
and by American standards, I'm more one man show. Gotcha. I think. Mm, like, yeah. But I mean, it is whatever you you know. It and can be whatever so you want. So did you? So. Uh, were you working at the same time, or did you? You know, because you I know you went to school too, and then yeah. you were like, oh, I need to become a lawyer or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. I, I couldn't get a job, so I was just like doing comedy, and I was trying to get qualified as a lawyer, and I just took my time to get qualified. So gotcha. the whole like I was just like cheating. I was like, oh, I'm still studying to get qualified. I yeah. passed the Australian bar. And I just like you can do it in six months. I took like you know like a, two years or something. When we cheating, cheating what? Well, in the sense that like uh, I, I was telling myself and everyone that I'm just I'm still studying to get qualified mm. as a lawyer, but, mm. that's but a, that's I just stretched it out. That's yeah. a key uh, lying. theme. Lying, La- lying, lying is a, huge is a key theme for Asian people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. just Asian lie to people. lie to your family. Why lie to all your loved ones? Well, you lie to yourself. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yes, it is. A, it is. To, yeah. Everything. This is all. Li- we're all kidding ourselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just lie to everybody because uh, their support is not there. <laughs> no, no one. <laughs> No one, no, no one will encourage you. Everyone tells you. My friends told me to not even try. Wow. Um, yeah, because your like, friends are all lawyers, right? Yeah, so what every, was that like everyone. when when they were getting <laughs> jobs, right? All your friends are getting jobs. The guys you you got drunk with, you studied yeah. with, they're getting jobs as yeah. lawyers, and you're like, oh, I couldn't. I mean, to be to be honest, my l- lawyer friends didn't exactly discourage me. I had housemates, my good, my best friends who weren't even like in law school and they were like, oh, you better, my, I, was, I signed up for my first gig and they're like, oh, you better not do it, man. You're going to be awful. It's going to suck. <laughs> you better not do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. And, but they're like my best friends. Like, they don't even, you know, and I yeah. don't even like hold it on them. No, you know what of mean? course. It's just that thing. That's which, their job to kind of bust your balls. Yeah, right? in, yeah. Like in the moment, obviously, if someone said, hey, I'm going to go, you know, I don't know, wrestle bulls yeah. or something like that, yo, don't, it's super dangerous. I like, don't do it. You know, and yeah. people are scared, man. It's scared, you know, doing comp, the idea of doing it is so scary that you don't even want to think of someone else doing it. That's yeah. how scary it is. It's <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I don't even want you, you get to embarrassed do it. for someone else. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if they bomb. Yeah. And you're just like, you yeah, bomb, you and you're like, oh, <laughs> I, I came with this guy. Yeah. So it's like. I, I noticed something with the law school people is that they. They're, they're, they're the type A personality corporate people. Very mm-hmm. happy to let you try this stuff and support because they. Because when you do that stuff, it's like you're never gonna. They, they think yeah, you're never gonna exceed them. They're like, mm. oh, you'll always be. Oh. It's this competition. They know that they're like. Oh yeah, yeah. Go do Kali, man. Yeah, that's cool. You know, you'll you'll be great. And they, but they they're supportive. Like when I've noticed that when you're not doing well, they can be pretty supportive. And then when you're doing better, they start. No, this isn't all my corporate friends, but I've noticed that I've had conversations in the last two years of people like they just cannot understand what this job is yes. and they, they'll keep asking you questions about your job these corporate people will ask you questions about your job and it's really weird they're prying into things like how much money do you make mm-hmm. how much money do you make for oh. that are you gonna get a sequel do you have a when's your contract expire straight up just going when did, when does your contract ex- expire are you worried they haven't given you a new they haven't renewed yet are you worried i'd be worried dude are, Le- you, are, are all your friends your mom <laughs> <laughs> no these type a personality types wow. you know? and and, the, uh, I, and i figured out that they're just literally asking you questions until they find out what's wrong with what your, your weaknesses life. yes ah. no what, what's wrong with so that they feel better about their own decisions Shit. you know they'll, they'll keep asking you until they go like wait wait you're 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 doing something you love you're making a living from it and you're like you're like happy well Wait, 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 what about wait, this? Hold, hold, something's wrong. Yeah, something's wrong. Uh, wrong. Uh, and they keep asking you until they find out, oh, oh, you uh, have stability. Oh, thank God. Thank God you don't have stability. Ew. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's weird. You know? I, I, I didn't think that either, you know, until I, um, I, I, it came out of nowhere. Like I was sitting down with some old friends from law school and they- Does this still happen yeah. to you? No, this happened this year, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn. So, it was, it was, so have, yeah. You, have you never had a real job then? 
Uh, I've, I, I not really. Like I interned at a law firm in yeah. Malaysia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I interned at a law firm in Australia, but it wasn't a real job job. No. That's amazing. So yeah. how did? So when you since you couldn't get a job, then yeah. you went to comedy. You were seeing some success. No, that's why I'm lucky. Yeah, I didn't have to quit a job to do comedy. I just, I just, you were just, just, you just did it, did on, the, it. Yeah. on the way. The only thing I did give up was that I actually got hired by Accenture in Kuala Lumpur, uh, straight out of law school, and it was like my dream job, like tech consulting. Consulting. Yeah. <laughs> Tech consulting was like my dream job at the at time. At one point, that's crazy. Yeah. You know what? You I know, want to do it's that. It's bad that uh, I'm not only jealous of your comedy career, jealous of that other career too. <laughs> <laughs> I want a job at Accenture. That's yeah. sick. They, they were really cool. They offered me a job and then I said like, I don't know if I can take it because I wanted to join this this comedy competition in Australia. There's yeah. This is national competition yeah. that the Melbourne Comedy Festival organizes. Right, right, right. It's called right. Raw Comedy. It's where like, it's look, I mean, there's no guaranteed path to success, but it's one of the like, Right. Established kind yeah. of ways to kind of get progress. Yeah. Yep. So I really wanted to do that, and they offered me the job. And it was literally choosing between the job or doing this competition. Shit. And I, I was like, Whoa! I, I, I can live with doing this comedy thing and then not working out and finding a job. I yeah. can't live with like the other way. not even trying this comedy thing and then going to work in in Malaysia. Yeah. Shit. So, Damn. so I, I that that was the only time where it was like uh, very clear. When did you feel you needed to come to America then? Um. I mean, I always wanted to come to America, right? Okay. Like, it's the, it's, it's, I always wanted to come back to America. Mm, like, I used to, right. I, I was here for like a, uh, four years mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to come back, and I always wanted to um, do comedy here because all my comedy heroes are here. Yep. Like, you know, New York is such, it's like, you know, whether it's just br- uh, marketing or whatever, but it's such this mecca for stand up comedy, right? Right, right, right. So I always wanted to come here, and it's the dream to like just come to New York and do multiple gigs and like, you know. Um, do this amazing podcast. Podcast in Canal Street. And <laughs> Canal yeah. Street. Market. Drink boba. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, go. so I always wanted to come back. You know, maybe it's just because I'm, um, you know, some like, um, what do you call it? Like a Americanophile. I don't know what you. Yeah. Mean. Yeah. yeah. Right. I don't know. You're at the cellar. You're, you're performing with like all your heroes. I would imagine. Yeah. Like yeah. people you used lis- to listen to when you're yeah. probably coming up, right? Like the seller as as comedians, like I, I don't know if you make it to the seller. It doesn't necessarily mean you make it. It doesn't mean you're right. gonna be Amy Schumer. But right. as co- like every comic wants that, right. it's kind of like the black yeah. belt in karate, right? Everybody just amazing. wants that for themselves. So yeah. like for you, is that like just walking into like a candy store for you? Like what is that like? You walk in, you know, you're doing sets with like I don't know Todd Berry. I'm sure you listen to him. Oh, right? dude, when I got a great Todd Berry story. Like when I when I I was doing the New York bar exam because I thought that was my way to move to New York. Right. So in 2011, I came to New York. I went to Buffalo, actually, to do the bar exam from yeah. Australia. So I studied for like three months. I was doing the bar exam. And then after I finished the exam, I went to the comedy cellar to go watch comedy. Like first time going to the comedy cellar. And I've been doing comedy for about two years now. And I was a big fan of Todd Berry. Yeah. And so I saw that Todd Berry was on and like a, you know, like a total... N- like noob I just went up to the <laughs> Comedy cellar You know it sold out Like every yeah, single night yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just went up like uh, guys, I, like I went to the bouncer And I was like uh, You know like uh, I, I know it sold out But I came from Malaysia I, I, I'm just a huge fan Of Todd Berry Do you mind if I just Stand in the In the, yeah. the hallway And I'll just watch Todd Berry for like Two minutes And I'll get out of here And then the bouncer Was like Yeah okay Wow. Yeah he, And then I just went in And I was standing there I was holding my notebook um, I don't know why I was holding this notebook, but I still have that notebook. Um, like a joke notebook, or I, yeah, it's my joke notebook. But wow. I, I, I was holding it. I don't know. I wasn't asking for autograph, and I wasn't gonna do material, so I can't remember why I was holding it. But anyway, I was holding this book, and then Amy Schumer was hosting 
Fuck. That night, yeah. So she comes out. What year she, is this? Like 2011. Yeah. This 2011. Amy Schumer comes out and she sees me and she's like, Hey, are you are you on next? I'm like. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm just oh my God. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. should have said yes. <laughs> oh, man. I, that would be crazy. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't do that. And then, <laughs> and then I said, like, uh, no, no, I'm just a huge fan of um, Todd Berry. Uh, so I'm just trying to, you know, see, uh, watch him for like two minutes. And then Amy Schumer was like, oh, okay. And then she went inside and got Todd Berry to come out. <gasps> so you got to talk to him? Yeah, Todd Berry came out. I was like, oh, man, I'm a huge fan. I love your bit because he has a bit that he talked about Malaysia in one of his albums. Oh, I was awesome. like, yeah, I'm from Malaysia. It's just a <laughs> funny bit. And, we, and he was you know, very friendly and I didn't ask for like a photo or autograph. I just said, oh, I'm just a big fan. You know, very nice to meet you. That's and awesome. And he left and I left. Uh, and uh, yeah, years later when I got passed at the cellar. Oh like, my God, like, this is know, a crazy story. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like how like how strict they are. With the bouncers are like super strict. Like they don't, yeah. they don't let people course. just walk in. So I kept trying to figure out who that bouncer was. I keep telling people like, hey, do you know, does this okay. sound familiar? Like this happened to me in 2011. And everyone, I, I can't be sure, but everyone agrees that the bouncer who did that was probably this guy called Shaq and he passed away. Wow. Like two oh. years ago, yeah, yeah. But everyone's like, yeah, he was the nicest guy. He would definitely do stuff like that. No one else would ever do that. So like, you were in the right place at the right time. Yeah. Met this met guy Todd named Barry. Jack. Met <laughs> Todd Barry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It Schumer. was cool. Oh I told Todd Barry that story. I told Amy Schumer that story once, yeah. She she opened with like, um, I said, hey, man, I got this really cool story. I came here. I met you before. And she was like, was I nice? I'm like, yeah, you were great. And she was like, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Damn. <laughs> what are your, uh, have, you, have your parents ever seen you? Like, what do they think about all this? Um. Yeah, I think they're okay. I mean, uh, yeah, they they chill. Sorry, are, are your parents chill about you doing comedy? Uh, all yeah, that? I think so. I mean, the uh, I always I always say how it's like you just gotta, like I didn't tell them until, like, until it's like too late, I guess. Like, <laughs> I never told them. So when they found out, it was already like you know, um, they found out through like newspaper articles in Singapore or whatever like I never even talked about it oh wow. my god I, never, I didn't even tell them about it yeah ooh lie number two yeah yeah, yeah. I just kept lying about it I didn't actually <laughs> lie I just didn't tell them anything about ah, it yeah. live oh. admission yeah. there you go and then they would keep asking me questions about it and I would keep cause they'd be like hey are you doing like stand up comedy I'm like oh yeah yeah I'm just doing this thing in Australia like whatever like, I keep downplaying it yeah yeah. Even, it even now they still don't know I'm doing comedy yeah <laughs> <laughs> You still have that eccentric job. I'm still applying for it, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Man, you should really get a job by now. It's been <laughs> yeah. like a decade. Oh, um, my God. It, it, the stand-up's not a thing in Malaysia. Is that a... Is, it's is becoming a thing, yeah. Becoming a thing. I remember when I, I, I... I mean, I haven't been doing that long. I started in 2009, so I keep sounding like when I first started. It was only like eight years ago or whatever. But um, uh, they, I went to Malaysia to do comedy in 2010. Mm-hmm. And when I went there, it was still just kind of, they were just figuring it out. And um, basically, a lot of like Russell, Russell Peters tribute bands. Yes. You know, mm. in yes. Malaysia. And, yes. And I think um, it's, uh, since then, it's kind of blown up. It's, it's become its own thing. You know, it uh, used to be like just for expats. And now it's mm-hmm. a lot of local people go and watch it. A lot of local comics, great local comics. You know, uh, Jason Leong. Jun Han, all these guys. Is the flavor of the comedy different? Yeah, yeah, it's becoming more authentic. It's okay. becoming authentically Malaysian, and That's cool. I think the key is when you know, and this is coming from like me, the biggest like American American foul ever. But the key for them, I think, is always when they stop doing performing, like in their heads, to move to America. Instead, they're just performing in Malaysia just, for right. like mm. Malaysian topics for Malaysians, and yep. that's when it's like. 
that's when it hits hard because no one else is doing that. Yep. You know, and they, they speak the local dialect, they speak the local lingo. They, so all these jokes that they make, uh, everyone can get behind it. You know, I, mean, I, mean? I feel that. You yeah. know, yeah, what, yeah. what's a ter- classic Malaysian bit? Because w- when you went <laughs> oh, to Japan, super offensive. Yeah. <laughs> when you went to Japan, right? Yeah. You did comedy at uh, Japan and Korea. Good yeah. heavens, right? I did. So these are. I need you, to. Have you ever done comedy in Japan? I I'm I want to. I'm going to Japan. Oh in, really? Uh, uh, New Year. So I was gonna get his. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I mean, There's it's like a, it's like a bar show, but it's nice. It's packed. They're amazing people. Yeah, they're very nice people. And you see a lot of white guys there who are expats. They do jokes about like cherry blossom. Like the Hanami culture, uh, yes. or like yes. they do impressions of like Japanese drunk salarymen on right. the train, right? right. That's yes. a very Japanese right. culture bit. What's a classic like Malaysian? You know, scenario? I came and say in the microphone. That's how offensive what? it is. Yeah, really? Yeah. What is Malaysia yeah. like? I've never been there. <laughs> I mean, either. Dude, I'll, 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 I'll tell you, but we gotta like. <laughs> we gotta shut this operation yeah, we gotta down. shut it off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Terrifying. Because basically, it, basically, a classic Malaysian joke. Well, look, again, I'll, you know, what the fuck? I haven't, I haven't been performing there day in day out you know so i don't know maybe maybe it's different but when i was there it felt like everyone this is early on this is when i said when i first went there it was like every joke was based off of um racial stereotypes yeah. and like bad racial stereotypes yeah, 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 of, yeah, who? Yeah, yeah. of who of all of malay people indian people and chinese people ah. and, and mm. my joke there was like wow you could say anything and just end it with that you know, something and, and Malay people are up, well, and yeah. then you just get a huge laugh. Yeah. Oh. Or even even worse, uh, you know, I'm going to say even worse was when you would see like white people, all they're doing was like speaking the local dialect. And everyone mm. would be like losing their minds. <laughs> like, ah. you know? And so my joke, I'll come on, be like, man, I say all this shit all the time. No one like, laughs at anything. Like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, if they if they swore in Hokkien or if they swore in Cantonese or if they yeah. knew like a Malay like phrase that was like dirty everyone be like oh man this this white guy knows what's up i feel like like it's almost like when you first start doing comedy at all like as an open micer mm-hmm. you just want to say shocking things sure. you just want to say like pussy you know dick right and, yeah, and yeah, sometimes yeah, that yeah. just starts off right and i feel like with stand-up that's like the first thing they need to do and then after a while people will be like absolutely okay well We've heard a lot of cussing. They're yeah. like, what else is there? So no, maybe absolutely. It's I don't know, but I mean, yeah, it's cool. Absolutely, yeah. I say that. You know, it's, it's so so condescending for, for condescending for me to talk about comedy in Malaysia like that. But I have a lot of love for it, and yeah, I say course. that just objectively. And again, like I said, now in 2018, it's very different. You know, you got guys out there killing it. That's crazy. And man. they're killing it in a way. They're killing it so hard that their stuff translates. But yes. Just because the authenticity is yes. there. Mm. You know what I mean? When the authenticity yep. is there, people get behind it. So yeah. Um, so I've, I've always, so I've always wanted to ask you this. So like yeah. you are, you're from Malaysia, but then you lived here, and then you uh, went to school in Australia, yeah. and and now you know you you say you're you know you're a big Americanophile. What do you think about? Because this podcast we started, we call it Asian, not Asian, yes. and it's about Asian American, right? A N A, the Japanese airline. That's why you. <laughs> yes, exactly. We wanted that. We want that sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That joke uh, is for five people. <laughs> <laughs> so we want we you know what do you think about you know you've lived here now. Yeah. What do you think about the Asian American experience? Like I'm I think that's something oh. we're always trying to. F- yes, exactly. It's a heavy pro- it's a heavy question. Oh. Go, ahead, go ahead and uh, let's. We're an outsider, so this isn't just. But yeah, I mean because you you're you're an outsider, but you you I oh. think you are very. You know, I've listened to a lot of your stand-up. <laughs> yeah, and you're packing really up. He's leaving. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, man. yeah, I mean, you it know, is. versus, like, Australia versus, like, Yeah. You know? Okay, I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, cut me off if every, if anything gets boring here because um, it can get very long-winded. But um, 
Aust- I think in Australia, and my wife confirms this. She's like Australian Asian. <laughs> There's less of a feeling that you're being held back because of your race in Australia, yeah. cor- in the corporate world. Okay. In the corporate world, I think there's that sense. I mean, it, it does play out like people just don't like to make a big deal about it in Australia. I think sure. that's fair to say. Okay. Um, and people just like to chill in Australia. They don't yeah. like to cause a ruckus. Yeah. Mm. And that's a very Australian thing. Just chill. You know, yeah. life is good. We got free healthcare, free education. <laughs> it's a great, great <laughs> yeah. weather. Like, Let's all go surfing. Yeah. You know, we if you work, you can. You know, you can make partner if you work at it. You know, and I'm sure the stats don't back that up. I'm sure, like yeah. you know, Asian people are not considered in investment banking in the top. Whatever you know, in the judiciary, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's probably the the stats don't back that up. But there's this feeling that like just chill, it's fine. Like if you complain too much, it's like you're, you're causing trouble. Like yes. why you, you know why you're causing trouble? I think that Asian Americans, uh, there's a there's two competing narratives that are inherently contradictory. Which is um, are Asian Americans supposed to promote Asian culture in America, or are they, or are they trying to say that we're not Asian, we're American? Stop yes. calling us Asian. Right. And those are two contradictory messages. Yes. Mm. That it's a constant battle to fight uh, uh, between those those two messages to see what is the prevailing philosophy. And I think um, after three years here now, I think like. I was trying to figure out which one it is, and I, I think it's just it's a little bit of both. Like it's sometimes it's one way, sometimes the other way, mm-hmm. and that's just how it is. You know, you, like some sometimes you're like, yeah, we we were here to promote Asian culture, like bubble tea. You know, we're yep. here to make it make it real, make it authentic. You know, uh, hopefully everyone can enjoy it. Yep. And then sometimes we're like, yeah, don't you know, we're we're just people here. We're like, just people, yeah, right? Yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, don't think of, so. Yeah, and it's just it, and the problem is that when you have those two philosophies and you know you're applying different things at different times everyone's thinking you know some people are like yeah we shouldn't even talk about bubble tea like fucking just can yes. we just drink tea yes what are you doing and then some people are like no no bubble tea is fine so it's a thing, right and it's hard to and and also by the way as you know asian people it's like we are not a monolith like there's mm-hmm. so many fucking asian different types of asians yeah. like for, okay for the koreans japanese thais laosians Burmese, Malay, Indians. Don't, don't even get into the Chinese Malaysians right, versus yes, Chinese the, from Hong Kong. Right, the collabs, yep. yeah. But versus Chinese <laughs> Hong Kong from America, <laughs> yes. which is different to the Chinese Hong very Kong different, people. Right, yes. Like that, it's just too many. Like um, it's it's just not a monolith. And so yep. whoever said you know Asian American, they created this powerful voting block mm-hmm. um, for for political power in America, which is the correct thing to do because there's strength in numbers mm-hmm. but it doesn't adequately describe the social situation mm. at all and so you have a lot of competing interests that are contradictory you know so maybe, that, maybe that's why the Asian hate exists you know we can't really the Asian hate the Asian hate are you familiar with the Asian, Asian hate are you familiar? I, we I feel like yesterday. I am but I well, <laughs> tell, tell him what Please happened yesterday okay, so yesterday oh, this really got under my skin oh so shit food, <laughs> tell, oh. tell him what happened so yesterday Fumi did Asian AF um, right. which is a crazy yeah, awesome that comedy show, show. Yeah, yeah you yeah. have and um, Mike have you I have not uh, <laughs> I went there. I went there purely to to just show face and be like, "Hey, I also do comedy. <laughs> I have a face." Uh, so I I went shit. there, and I was as I was walking there, uh-huh. I like kind of embedded myself with like the this group oh, of Asian shit. dudes walk in, and oh, they were talking about the show, right. and they were like, "The show's either going to be great or terrible," and and but I the was, other thing, and then there and then they were like, you know, in the uh, in L.A., the Asian AF show has famous Asians, and this one doesn't. 
and I was like, damn, this is this is real. Like it's real. It was like I was like sitting mm. with all in the focus group, and mm. they didn't know. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah, was, yeah. I was, yeah. 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 and I went back to Al Qaeda, and I was like, oh, now is the time. <laughs> and yeah, I was. It would, but at the same time, like I remember before I started doing comedy, I would. I don't know if I was that rough with it, but I was. I think it was. Um, I think there is a thing where. You're always not sure if the person on stage is going to say something that is, I, I don't know, like... Something that's against everything yeah. you're standing for in that moment. Yeah. To put it, to put it, yeah, yeah briefly, yeah. Like was, maybe maybe that week you're having a thing about like, hey, yes. can we just not talk about small dicks this yes. week? Can we just yeah. not do that? Yeah. And someone on stage just Yes, it exactly. Yeah. 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 And and I think for, for Asian people, we, we, we have like a... I was talking to Fumi about this. We have kind of like a dual thing where... Not only do you have to, <laughs> you have to not be, you have to be funny, and you have to be funny in the way that in the right way, in the right way. Yeah, you know. So there's like ah. there's like kind of two standards going on yeah. at the same time. They hold us to a very high standard. It's a Asian very people. it's a different kind of standard. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's what the Asian hate is. Do you get yeah. Do you get that? Do you get that? Um, I mean, even from Asian fans or like just I, Asian people who watch Daily Show. Uh, yeah, I guess I've become more secure with myself over the last couple of years where like I know I'm I'm not doing comedy to impress those yeah, people yeah, yeah. Mm. so when they come or they don't come it's like a bonus yeah and yeah I uh, and I, I say this as a very sensitive person. But I can't imagine you being sensitive. Oh, dude, super sensitive. You can, you can ask my wife. I just get angry over everything. <laughs> but, but like with that, I genuinely am like, it doesn't bother me that much. Yeah. If someone would be like, this, yeah. If someone was in my show and they go like, oh, this guy could suck. You know, mm -hmm. we don't know who he is. Like, mm -hmm. um, uh, that doesn't bother me. I guess because like I know the product is good. Like the show that I'm doing, if I'm doing a sh if I'm doing a theater show, I know there's something there, or uh, yeah, I mean uh, that doesn't bother me as much. I'm trying to think of a situation where it would bother me. Um, on Reddit, <laughs> yeah, maybe on Reddit. But on Reddit, you know, that's easy to ignore. Yeah, the yeah, other yeah. one I, I I saw was um oh, oh yeah when I first joined the Daily Show um people were saying like oh I I came on my I was so excited to do my first segment mm -hmm. like man I was like just ready to go that's and my first segment was on like VR yeah, like yeah, goggles yeah. or something. And then I remember, I think at the time the writers were like used to like writing for self-deprecating white dudes. Yes. And so we had like this self-deprecating joke about how my, my like when I put on the VR go goggles, all I saw was like my dad like like either being disappointed with me or my dad like giving me approval. Oh, I and see. And that's why yeah, we yeah, put yeah, on the yeah. goggles. To see, yeah. And I, I remember, or oh, maybe it was the voting machine. A field piece I think my first field piece was, It was one of my first pieces I was excited to do it And then I remember I got this like Like Twitter message From this um, Asian American woman And she was like Ugh Roddy Chang's You know Like Accent um, Is making me cringe mm. You know um, uh, Like Something about how like it's just making Asian people look bad like me being on TV and, and I was like damn I didn't even make any Asian jokes in the you know yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah, like yeah. it wasn't like oh man we got small dicks a voting machine it was just like literally, it was just like me Such talking about voting machines yeah. and like making but just you existing you being yeah, on screen and I, I was like oh shit that's a problem then because yeah. these people are like um, oh he's too foreign they want someone yes. like 
American Asian who sounds American yes. who's not who's like Asian but not Asian just like this podcast Ooh, they just uh, want that just, uh, industry yeah. uh, and that? that's yeah. it that's the and yeah. we can end the People podcast that. <laughs> it's, I yeah. mean, so I mean yeah. is that Asian hate or is that Kinda, just yeah and yeah. I think that's, it's, that's more like first gen versus second gen problems right? I think it's all the it's like, I think it's all those things and, and I think yeah. they're all interrelated because yeah. it's it goes back to yeah we're not a monolith yeah. and so for example when Crazy Rich Asians came out Right, mm. you know, I was like, Asian I'm not hate. sure if I'm yeah. gonna like this movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm not mm. a billionaire. I'm, I'm not like you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a good-looking dude. Yeah, yeah. Blah blah. blah. <laughs> and 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 I, I and I hate watch the first five minutes. Uh-huh. I was like, ah, you know, <laughs> Michelle Yeoh, she's in everything. <laughs> but you know, it won me over, and and I think if it's if it's if it's authentic, if it's good, if it's if it's like feels right and there's love in it, then you're, you end up getting, you get, you get won over by whatever mm, it is. Yeah. But I think for a while, everyone is looking to the, for their story. Yeah. But because there's so many kinds of Asians, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a second generation Vietnamese American straight dude from Orange County. Right. And that's actually more of you than you think, by the way. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. And there are, there are, there's probably like yeah. 100, not unique. Yeah, yeah, there's 100,000 of us. Yeah. But that's just like one of you know, that stories. huge yeah. spectrum. Yeah. And I think as as the community is sort of doing their thing, we have to be yeah. kind of, I don't want to say forgiving, but we have to be willing to see like all kinds of different stories yeah. because we'll be able to hear our own stories even in a story about billionaires in Malaysia or yeah. whatever yeah. it is, right? Yeah. yeah. And also, I mean, another aspect is that like you guys are cool because you did this podcast not as outreach to the community but you guys obviously feel something towards the community right yeah like mm-hmm. you're trying to connect with the community mm-hmm. whereas for me i i like because i'm not american so i'm not asian american and i'm not really asian asian <laughs> i i'm kind of like i can like i'm almost like stiff arming like every yeah you know and i i can i can keep away from all that stuff and my whole thing was I, I just want to focus on doing, making dope shit. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to worry about the community concerns. And I'm always down to help mm-hmm. the community. Like when they ask me to do stuff, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. You know, I always try to look out for opportunities to help them. But I just feel like I can't be making stuff based on what these people yep. want. Yes. Yep. And yes, that's yes, when yes, things yes. start going downhill. That's when things start yeah. Yeah. getting all weird. You know, yeah. Because I can, if I think it's good, I can stand by it. When, when someone, yes. you know, comes after like this sucks or that sucks and I'm like okay well it I know what sucks about it mm-hmm. you know um, and I agree it wasn't perfect and so you know you can take that yeah. Yeah. but what what you what I, I can't live with is you sucking because of other people's like decisions and it it's on your reputation you know yes. I'm gonna die by my own sword and so because of that like um, that's why all that you know Asian hate stuff mm-hmm. as a very sensitive angry person I actually <laughs> I actually am not that affected by that because yeah. it's like I'm not making stuff for you anyway. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. by the way, when I was starting comedy, I wasn't thinking, man, I just, man, I really want to, you know, conquer this Asian hate. Like, yes. the only reason I do comedy is to <laughs> overcome Asian hate. Yeah, yeah. And everyone who hates Asian, like Asian people who hate Asian content, 
man, I want you guys to be my fan. I want to win you. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not why I started comedy. And when I was starting comedy, none of these people were there anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, when we were mm. fucking climbing up through the yeah. all these shitty rooms, you know, getting heck booed off stage. Yep. Like, you guys weren't there. Yeah. So now that things are going well, it's like, now why the fuck here? are you coming in here? Like, you yeah. know, so that, that's my attitude towards you. It's oh. probably a shitty attitude, but. Your, but no, your anger sustains <laughs> Yeah, I love it. So that's the thing that kind of bothers me is yeah. uh, we're at this like Asian wave right now, right? I yeah. think it's Asian wave number two with yeah. the Rich Asian, you being on Daily Show, like just yeah. Ali Wong special, like people, right. a lot of Asians are getting a lot of attention right now, and everybody will get their story, but it's just the comments like that where he says like, oh, this is gonna be really awesome. <laughs> it's just like, dude, like we're just like, can you just ride away for a second? Like, let wait, me do my story, yeah. and well, then let him do yeah. his story, and then like you'll get yours. But like, you have to support me now, or this wave is gonna fucking shut down. Well, you know? yeah, you know, I'm I'm always like. Um, I'm always like, yo, let you know, let the product speak for itself. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of like, affirm- affirmative action comedy. Like, of course, of course. You know, let if let, let let's get good and let's you know people will see it. And and by the way, comedy past a certain level, you guys know this. Past a certain standard, uh, it's subjective. You know, as long as you yeah, can. So meet very, a certain, that's so true. Yeah, yeah, once you absolutely. once you, if you can operate at a certain NBA level, it doesn't matter if you're playing in Charlotte. Like, yeah. it, <laughs> you'll find your fans, you know? Like, you'll find I your don't, Charlotte. I don't get that joke because I don't watch sports. <laughs> oh, okay, well, but, funny. That's a, that's a huge diss to Charlotte. Moment, <laughs> by the way. But, but, like, um, it doesn't, like, yeah, maybe not all the Asians will love you, but if you're, if you're making content at a high enough level, if you're yeah. doing comedy at a high enough level, you'll find your own fan base. Yeah, you you, you your, can't your please people. the whole freaking yeah, yeah, yeah. Asian and we shouldn't try diaspora. To do that. Right. Yeah, yeah like, that doesn't and, make sense. Yeah, and I guess that's my answer to the Asian hate thing is like, dude, I can't make you overcome your insecurities. I also can't, you can't argue with someone that you're good at your job, you know, especially with mm. comedy. Someone says you suck, like you're not going to win them in an argument. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I got this great bit you're going to love. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're, gonna, oh, dude, you're already losing. If, if you're coming to comedy with a closed mind, you know, and I don't think those people were because they showed up. Sure. Uh, you know, and sometimes people are just honest and unguarded when they think no one's listening and they say, you know, say something <laughs> like that. They don't like, know you're just sneaking yeah. around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. just but but you, the only thing I can do is I, I started doing comedy to make people laugh. I, I think I know what a good joke sounds like. Um, you know, I love doing what I do. I'm that that's what, you know, I can't. Uh, I, I again, and I sound like. I sound like that typical like I don't listen to the like the NBA yeah, players yeah, who yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't listen to the haters but all they <laughs> do I just, is I just work hard yeah, I just yeah. grind like all just they grind. do is listen Every to day. the haters like uh, that that is not me like I again I'm a super angry sensitive person who when I see bad comics I get really mad but even me <laughs> but even me the sensitive angry dude even I know how to ignore that you yeah. know what I mean so I mean if I can that's do not, it yeah. I'm like anyone can do it and also that's how you make cool stuff yes that, People who complain without creating, they don't understand what it takes to make something. Yeah. They don't have the perspective. They don't understand. So if you're a creator, you know what it takes to make good stuff. And it's not, you don't create dope shit by committee. Okay. Yeah. You don't, you don't, you don't create dope shit by a poll and like trying to, are you, are you guys okay? What, what, you know, are you guys all right? Wait, you hate Asian people. Why do you hate, what can I do to make you stop? Uh, yeah, it's yeah. like, I don't give a fuck what, I, I think this is cool. <laughs> And then this is the real Ronnie here right we go, here. We go, here we go. Yeah, I think this is cool, and then I think enough people will like it. And then if you don't like it, well, what? Whatever. I try my best. Like, <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? You know? 
Yeah, so that's that's my attitude. Oh my god, oh. Ronnie! Wow, Hulk Ronnie just came out. Hulk Ronnie <laughs> came out, and then he's <laughs> smashing. He's actually left the booth. No, but am I am I am I insane? Or no, that that's right? absolutely <laughs> right. No, no, no. That's absolutely right. One hundred percent. I mean, I think at the end of the day, it's about the product, it's about your confidence. And you know, when we were coming up, I mean, coming, we're Come, still coming we're up, still coming up. When I started, like, we didn't have this Asian wave, so I wasn't doing comedy for Asian people. That wasn't even even in my yeah, mind. Right. I, we, I was thinking like, I gotta make everybody who doesn't understand anything about being Asian get my yeah, job. Exactly. So I had to get more creative. You know, yeah, I yeah. can't just go right into fermented soybeans. I gotta be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I gotta, I gotta work. work I gotta like first. grease them up. I gotta grease, grease them up, them up first. But, yeah. I, but I learned how to be like, and I don't, I also hate excluding people, right? Like, yeah. oh, you wouldn't get this show because you're not part of this group. I yeah. hate that shit. So I learned how to do that first. And now yeah. I'm new to this wave. So I was excited. Yeah. You know? And now you're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, now you're jaded by it. Yeah. So oh. jaded. Yeah. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. And we're back with everyone's favorite segment. It's Das Race News. Race News. Das Race News. We've got a bunch of stuff, and this is this is one uh, I want. I've, I've, we've been meaning to bring up because um, kind of touches upon a lot of stuff that comedians always think about. So basically, what happened is uh, a comedian. His name's uh, Nimesh, Nimesh Patel. Right. He's a writer. For He's a writer for SNL. He's the first uh, Indian American writer. That's amazing for SNL. And he, I think, he wrote uh, in the last season. And uh, he did a uh, a show at uh, Columbia at um, University at Columbia University at <laughs> not in the country the country <laughs> and uh, funny enough nobody laughed no, uh, <laughs> they were offended yeah no uh, so he did he did an, uh, he did an event uh, put on by the Asian American Alliance at Columbia and he was doing his thing and uh, he had uh, uh, according to various sources he had a couple of jokes that didn't land right and his mic was cut off. And uh, they t- they came up and talked to him, and they they gave him a chance to kind of close, I guess. And they gave him. A, I didn't know about yeah, that. Yeah, they kind of, according to a couple of places I read, <laughs> they, they gave him a chance to I don't know like say something, and then he and then you know and then he left, and uh, it was over, and and this is kind of snowballed a little bit, and uh, you know it's it's about like is it, college students uh, too sensitive? Are they too sensitive, or or is is Nimesh's joke? Inappropriate yeah. was it inappropriate thing? So you know, there's a lot of kind of contradictory things going on. Can we quickly summarize the joke, even if you don't do it exact? Just so, so the he know. has he has um let's see here he has a joke here and it goes uh, <laughs> essentially. Um, It'd be funny if Fumi like cut you off halfway. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, 
he guys, goes, that's too. It's too controversial. <laughs> His joke is basically, um, uh, I, I try to learn from every, learn things from everyone I encounter, and one day I realize, oh, this is how you know being gay can't be a choice. No one would choose to be gay if they're already black. No one is doubling down on hardship. Then I say, uh, no, a black dude wakes up and thinks uh, that being a black man in America is too easy. Right. That's a really that's a that's the that's, that's the, the crux right, of right, the right. joke. And he, of course, I mean, as, as a joke, it's it's it works. It, 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 works, it makes yeah. sense. It makes sense. And I think if you don't, if you didn't know that an Indian guy wrote that, I think it's pro gay black dudes, right? Yeah, I, I feel if you. You're if, like on the side you're of. thinking about the logic, it's like, you know, being gay is not a choice. It's it's hard. And and I agree with, you know, uh, the, the, the writer of the joke agrees that it is hard to be a gay black yes. man in America. Yes. So that is. He's also saying that gay is not a choice. That's what he's actually that's saying. That's what he's trying to right. say. Yeah. Right. So, um,. You know, there's been a lot of thought pieces back and forth. Yep, uh, yep, some yep, yep. some lady, uh, some lady. So <laughs> there was somebody wrote. So you're uh, right there, you're in trouble. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> can we just delete, the, burn the computer? Um, so I mean, I don't know. It's it, I was I've been thinking about it for a while. Yeah. And I, I wanted to hear, and you know, um, Nimesh, Nimesh from the cellar. You know, you know him Nimesh. personally. Oh, dude, I got a great story of Nimesh. I actually met Nimesh. That trip, when I came to New York in 2011, after I did the bar exam, I went to do this um, small little open mic. I can't remember the name of the place. It closed down now, but it was just in this bar. I went down to have a photo of me outside that bar. It's like my first open mic in New York. Oh, my God. And Nimesh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. And you Nimesh was there. <laughs> and Nimesh was there. I, 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 no, I wasn't like you guys. You guys really grounded out in New York. I never grounded. I was like a tourist <laughs> open mic. <laughs> And I, I met Nimesh there. We became Facebook friends. I've been friends with him since 2011. Shit. And, and then I saw him again when I moved to New York, and we both got passed at the cellar at the same time. So, I, you know, he's like my, he's like my guy, I guess. So he's like, your friend. You know he's funny, yeah. I think, I hope. I don't yeah, know. yeah, he's funny. He's very fearless in that New York kind of way. Yeah. You know, probably like a New Jersey, New York kind of, like he's got that fearless, like, I'm just going to say this right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> And um, you know he's a good good joke writer, prolific. He gets all the mechanics. Yeah. Funny. You know, great sense of humor. Um, did you did you talk to him about this? Oh, yesterday I saw him last night. I made fun of him to his face. Yes. Yeah. I just I just pointed <laughs> to him and said, "Look at this notorious." <laughs> Look who's notorious Fucking now. Fucking homophobe just, yeah. here. And then I just kept saying like, you can't say that, man. It's so <laughs> controversial. You can't say stuff like that. Why'd you say that? Yeah. Why'd you say that, Why'd man? Why'd you say that? God. Yeah. I just kept yelling at him to like, and he was just sitting at the table. Yeah. And I was like, dude, you're too controversial. You can't. And then um, he asked me to do, he said, hey, I'm, I'm just, I'm just uh, opening doors for Asian comics to... <laughs> To get cut off in front of other Asians, like in the because because it was like I think it was like the Asian Society at yeah. Columbia yeah. University, yeah. yeah, who who did it. So mm-hmm. he was like, "You should go do that gig." I'm like, "Dude, I will do that gig and like get cut off immediately." <laughs> yeah. Start with your Malaysian bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> extremely offensive Malaysian jokes. Yeah. Um, well, what's your like? I mean, you do college gigs. So what's your whole take on this like PC culture thing? Because a lot. Of, I mean, Jerry Seinfeld himself yeah. has said colleges are too sensitive, yeah. and I don't know if I 100% agree because I've done like I did like eight this year, yeah. and I haven't had any bad experiences per se but right. you're a little older than me would love to hear but yeah um no you've done more than me in america so i i've done colleges over the last three years i've done maybe six or seven colleges across america mm-hmm. i always thought colleges would be like slightly better corporate gigs like still bad but mm. like Mm-mm. you know like better than corporates yeah but every college i've done in america has been fucking awesome I yeah did, i did stanford like the home of protests <laughs> sorry not Stanford what's that uh, UCLA 
Berkeley, Berkeley? Or, yeah, yeah the one where it's like every week yeah, there's everywhere. just protesting yeah, yeah, yeah. and I went there I was like so this is it you guys you're just gonna keep protesting <laughs> like, no one can say anything anymore you're just gonna say, protest everything until well we just we just can't come to school and they were like you know it's not us it's other people coming in to make oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. so I just kept making fun of them for that and they were fine and I said like I'm, like, I'm just gonna say some stuff. Anyone have a problem? We're gonna say stuff. <laughs> Anyone probably just protest now. I, I don't want to hear it afterwards. Just protest me now. And they were all like, you know, they were all with it. Like, yeah. dude, that's the best way to start a set. Yeah, like, I'm just, like, just pure guys. I've, I've been I, reading news. You, you guys, guys every <laughs> protesting, everything, everyone coming. Milo, you're protesting. Milo, you protest. So are we gonna have a protest today? That's all I want to know, okay? Because I'm gonna get paid anyway. You want protest? <laughs> and um, I was just joking. Obviously, everyone got it. But my point is that every college I've done, they've put me up in a nice theater environment. It mm -hmm. wasn't like in a cafeteria. Mm. I thought people would come and like, you know, be like on their phones. Yeah. And, but no, everyone came. Always listened. I did my whole hour. They were super cool. So I've only had great experiences at colleges. See, yeah. This is, I mean, I, 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 when I first wa read this, I just was thinking, and we have, we've all been there, he, he had a bad set. He had like a bad set, yeah, and sure. then somebody... Made a call. Made the call ah! to cut him off. Yeah. And then that became the news. And then somebody wrote about that. Because like, if he had finished his set, you know, I'm sure he was doing fine. At, yeah. You know, before and after. Yeah. yeah. And afterwards, people have been like, "Oh, that guy was pretty funny." You know, yeah. there was a one joke that I didn't like. Yeah. yeah. Which is all that it should be. Right. Yeah. And that could be fine. Right. And uh, and instead, it's become become this thing because somebody made a call about let's cut him off because which is such a happening. I'm like shit, man. Yeah. You know, that's and it and it wasn't like a it wasn't like everyone in the crowd had a button to say should we cut this guy off yeah. <laughs> like two a, or three like people made the call maybe yeah. even one person made yeah. the call you know really yeah. Yeah. so whoever that guy is so in, in the op-ed he actually says students from that show came to his, his like another show of his later that week to apologize so Dang. again proving the point it's not everybody not everybody is sensitive like that it's just the decision maker at the time didn't, just didn't like that shit. You know, so hold on here to, to play the devil's advocate which is really annoying but whatever I'm gonna do it yeah. um, I mean I thought about it and I was thinking about can you write a joke about someone else even if you're in support of that person if you're not part of that community and mm. and I was thinking about because so so uh, 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 Dave Chappelle in his one of his last two you know big Netflix things he has a joke about Asian dudes okay how does it go I don't remember this uh, he talks about uh, Pacquiao and he talks about oh, how yeah, yeah. yeah they like uh, they took away his, sh his shoes his shoes and you, you know, and, and he talks a little bit about Asian masculinity. Asian actually. masculinity, yeah. and I was listening to it, and I don't exactly remember how the joke goes, but I don't want to say it was annoying, but I was like, because he's not an Asian dude. I mean, like I think about we think about this all the time, mm -hmm. right? We, I mean, all the, I was thinking about it during this entire interview, right? This, yeah. is, you know, and for him to talk about it, it wasn't bad. It was just sort of like it wasn't very nuanced. And it was, and it couldn't be because he's not because Asian, he's not right? Asian American. But so I mean, it, it was mm. cool to see him do it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, well, you know, like leave that to me. You know. Well, so you're on in, in this scenario, you are on the side of the journalist here. Yeah. Well, so well, so um, I could see where people, who you know, if you're not, if you're if a, if you're a straight dude, um, uh, you know, not black, not gay, talking about uh, a gay black man's experience, I could yeah. see where people at first go, well, I don't know how this is gonna go. And then if it misses, then you're just like, uh, yeah, know, it's almost bad. like if you want to go there, you have to speak the language perfectly or nobody will listen. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like when you do an impression. If you do an Asian impression, if you're a white guy, and you do an Asian impression. People think it's racist. Right. But I met a white dude who did a Japanese impression perfectly. And I was not offended at all <laughs> because he did it perfectly. Yeah. And that's that's what you have to do. You know, if this he can, Nimesh can talk about 
a gay black guy. But it has to. Be, it just has to be like ridiculously funny or like a point that's so powerful that people right. makes people go ah. You know. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I'm always gonna lean on the side of you know comics joking about anything. I'm just yep. that's just my you know that's my profession. Mm-hmm. That's where you know I I think when people say like you can never joke about this or this can never be funny, it's just because they don't have the talent to pull it off. Like Ooh. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen, I've seen people make jokes about horrific things and I still laugh. Yeah. So either yeah. I'm a psychopath, which I probably am, <laughs> or or you can make jokes about anything, you know. And yeah, some stuff crosses the line, and yeah, then when it crosses the line, go you know go back people, or we, figure we, out. We, when it crosses the line, then people are like, yo, you can't say that because it's, it's fucked, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, again, with stand-up comedy, Trevor, Trevor Noah put it best. He goes, like, someone asked him to apologize for something. You know, they, they were like, even if you didn't intend to offend, shouldn't you apologize anyway? So if you were reversing your car and you accidentally hit someone, wouldn't you apologize to that person? Mm. And Trevor Noah on radio said... No, because my job is to drive cars into people. Oh, man. Oh. And, and I've always kind of, you know, like, after he said that, I kind of articulated something I was feeling, but I couldn't figure out how to put it. It's like, yeah, like, dude, comedy is a subversive art form, man. We're, we're here, you know, yeah, we're, 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 it originated in dark rooms. We're making fun of people, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. Like, we're just saying stuff. I'm not saying there's no line, but um, I'm always going to lean on, like, oh, is the joke? What was the... What, what were you trying to say with the joke? Yeah. Even if it wasn't funny, like, all right, just move on. Like what you just said. Like, yeah, yeah just move on. Okay, that didn't work. Move they on move or whatever. On. And usually they've tested it out. You know, you're not going to... I don't know anyone who's doing new material at a college. I mean, maybe there is. Mm-hmm. But presumably they've tested it out other places so you know it works or you know it, you know, mm-hmm. you know the vibe of it. You're not like an amateur. Mm-hmm. So if it's been working everywhere and then this one place, people have such a huge reaction. Like, could you... Can you say that you want professional? It's like, yeah, I... I did my work. It worked everywhere else. Yeah. It's, it, you know, but live performance and comedy is not 100% hit rate. Sometimes you just have a bad night or sometimes yeah. whatever it is. Like, you know live performing. People don't understand. It's like you, you do 100 gigs, maybe you have one bad one. Like, it just yeah. happens, you know? Whatever the reasons, the variables in live performing, are, the lights are not right, the ceiling's too high, yep. the, you know, your introduction was bad. Someone, mm. someone you know, um, the uh, someone was shouting something in the audience that you didn't even hear, right? And then it distracts everyone. Someone's dying in the last row. Oh. Someone's having a heart attack in the last <laughs> row that like you didn't even know about it. You think, oh man, I had a bad night. And, so, <laughs> and someone like in the back died, and you didn't even know, and that was affecting that the was gig. It, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I'm always gonna lean on the side of comedians with that stuff. But that Ooh, can man. we share like a joke that we wrote one time? That was like that was super offensive. We're all gonna get fired then. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing is like some medium is not meant for that medium, you know. It's yeah. meant for in life, in the in the moment, like we just laugh at some stuff and then we move yeah, on. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. So if we if we record it on Twitter, we all get fired. But we just say in the moment, it's like yeah. yeah well, you know, true. you okay. This is like so t- t- on the topic of talking about other people. You have a joke about how black teenagers are the best roasters. Oh, you talking to me? Yes. Okay, oh, I'm talking to you. Oh god, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. But you do this. Oh no, yeah, you do it all the time, right? Yeah. And you don't mean that in a in a mean way. It's uh, it's an observation. Well, it's fucking true. It's true. <laughs> yeah. But I, but I've seen you do that bit in front of like a lot of white people. And the yeah, second get, you say the second you say, yeah, black, so you teenager, say black teenager, you, no verb, just black teenager. You just say black teenager. Yeah. They they tense up they and then and they don't laugh at anything. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. One time I, I the one time I bombed really bad. I I, I said that joke. 
Well, yeah. tell Ronnie the joke. So the joke goes, uh, oh, God, I'm so nervous now. Um, so <laughs> this is it, bro. He's yeah. on TV, bro. You're going to burn it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you never want to be roasted by black teenagers because black teenagers have amazing roasting skills, yeah. right? And, um, you know, I, I, I don't really use that joke anymore. But that's really like the, that's, that's the yeah, premise. But, but then the grandma thing. So, and then it goes, uh, one time uh, I was wearing a sweater my grandmother made for me. <laughs> Right, and uh, some black teenagers saw me, and they roasted me so hard, my grandmother died. <laughs> yeah, it's a funny joke. It's a funny joke. <laughs> and Ronnie's laughing. Approval. And uh, yeah, exactly. So I said that joke once, and um, you know the crowd wasn't having it, and then I was like, you know, fucking semi panicked, and like, I started doing crowd work, and I talked to like the girl in the front row, and I was like, hey, what, you know, what's going on? And she's like. You know, it would be great if you weren't so racist. I was like, what the fuck? See? And I was like, Jesus See? Christ. I think it's just because I brought up the topic yes. of race at yes. all. Sometimes people will go, well, he's clearly racist. But how, why is that on you? Because her people know. are shooting black teenagers. Why is that on you? <laughs> you know? I, I don't know. You I don't, didn't do anything. I don't know. I mean, I, I run through it in, I run through that exact scenario so many times. You know, I have a lot of. Uh, Maybe it just needs free. Because I don't think that's what you're trying to say. No. You weren't trying to say that they, what, like, committed a crime against you guys. <laughs> it was just that they roasted it's like they roasted me so hard when my relatives died yes exactly right. that's really roasting, what it is exactly yeah. which is which is pretty funny yeah. so I don't know how that's yeah but I don't know man You, get, I mean uh, again comedy sometimes you just say and that's one never analyze jokes with, unless unless you yeah never analyze jokes Ooh. no never analyze it with some asshole in the crowd oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck do you know about it you didn't you know you, yes. if you were any good you wouldn't be watching comedy be up here on you know bumping me from this stage mm. um, but but, uh, <laughs> uh, but um, uh, I, I think you ever, you ever if you bomb and then you try to go into audience and try, like, and I, try do that that sometimes, like, yeah. I do that sometimes when I'm doing a trial show just yes. to you know, just to fuck around or whatever, and you know, if they if they shit on me, I'm like, I just take it. I'm like, yeah, okay, it was a shitty joke, you know. Mm. But it's generally a mistake to uh, try to break it down with with amateurs. Jokes, yes. Yeah. Because I mean, what they you you can't justify funny, man. If people don't have funny bones, mm-hmm. how are you gonna justify mm. that? You can never fucking use logic to tell. Them, no, no, it's actually funny because it's it because of this. Because yeah, of this. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Like, you can't. <laughs> it's like a losing battle. Yeah. But wow. Did you ever, uh, have you ever um, freestyle rapped? Like I, rap I, battle? I, yeah, I you freestyled did? on Sway in the morning. And no way, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like did the you ever, one. Did you th- yeah. do that I as a kid? Shit. <laughs> did, did you ever do that as a kid, like battling no. people? No. You did that? No, uh, but I'm saying Ronnie would be so good at it. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not good at it at all. Yeah. <laughs> really? Because yeah. you're so angry. I wait, love it. Wait, why did you rap on Sway? Oh, I was on Sway promoting my, my shows at Caroline's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Um, I was like, hey, I've always been a big fan of all your freestyles. I listen all the time. He's like, oh, what? You freestyle? And he just put a beat oh, on no. it. Oh, it's no. A bit, there's a video of me going like, hey, everybody, what's going on? Yeah, it's just the worst. It's the worst. Free- I really did not represent in that one. But I want to like go on again and redeem myself. Wow. Yeah. So I'm hoping. So you've been practicing with yeah, I'm Drake? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Drake beats. And so all that. Uh, yeah, look for Ronnie Chang by Travis Mixed Scott. Mixtape. Yeah. yeah. It's coming but, out. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 always, I, I lean towards, and because my job is in comedy, so. I'm, I have a higher tolerance for what's offensive and what's not offensive. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a, I, I acknowledge I'm a weird person to ask whether this is offensive or not because, like I said, I'm like desensitized. I just see the matrix of like jokes now. I don't yes, know. yes, you know, yes, the equations. Yes, yeah, like damn, man. I would love to hear like see a like a like a really racist white guy, but he's really funny. So you have to admit that he's funny. Mm, I'm sure uh, that exists. I'm sure that exists. Oh my god, that would be really Louis crazy CK to watch. a little bit. He's not racist, He's but not, he talks like a Bill lot Burr about kind it. Of? Bill Burr, oh yeah, yeah, yeah Bill, Bill Burr, kind of like that. Yeah, you know, because you gotta admit, you're like he's very funny. He's Bill a Burr's interesting, yeah. Like he, so he's 
uh, self-admittedly, you know, quote-unquote anti-feminist, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And I know the bloggers probably get offended, but like I know women who uh, like feminist women, obviously women who support women's rights, listen to him, and they like they get it. They get what you know. They yeah. don't expect him to. They don't listen to him for yeah ah you know what I mean for yeah. feminist yeah, yeah, views. Yeah, yeah. They right. listen to him because he's, yeah, he's he's just funny. being right. being a crazy idiot. Like right. we, and they get it, you know. And yeah. he kind of acknowledges that as well. He's always like. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just ignorant. I'm yeah. just, you know, yeah. Yeah, I've seen him do it on stage. Every time he says something, he goes, ah, I don't read books. I don't read books. Yeah, I don't read books. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm just a stupid idiot. <laughs> I'm an idiot. But this is what I think. And, it, and like, at some point, it's almost like, um, oh, yeah, okay. We just, you know, it's like, I, I have this joke about how if you're going to be like evil, you better be 100% evil all the time. Mm-hmm. God forbid you're 99% good and then you fuck up once. Yeah. Everyone comes after you. Ah. But if you're like consistently always a piece of shit, People just be like, ah, oh, yeah, he's just, it's just Ann Coulter. She's, you know. <laughs> 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 just Ann Coulter. Yeah, yeah, like Ann Coulter's never in the news. You're yeah. right. She says the worst stuff yeah, ever, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. using all sorts of things. Because you yeah. And when she says, you're like, ah, yeah, Ann Coulter, Ann Coulter, you know. So if you're going to be a piece of shit, just be consistently be a piece of shit forever. So that means wow. you got to just talk about black teenagers all the time. Yeah, all, all the, the time. 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 Yeah. Me and Ann Coulter are going to be homies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And uh, we're going to play some games now with our guest, Ronnie Chang. Ronnie Chang. We've got a couple of games that uh, Fumi and I have been laboring on. Uh, the first one is, uh, we call it Asian movie sequels. Okay, so <laughs> you're a big Hollywood star. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, we all know yes. that Hollywood is only this. allowed to make one Asian movie <laughs> per 20 years. <laughs> but, I you know, it. never know, right? We might, we might have a wave. And so uh, what it is, is uh, we're going to say the name, just the title yes. of, the, of, of the sequel. Right, and you have to say whether or not you would do it right on the spot. Okay. Okay. But, but let me just say the answer is yes to everything. <laughs> He's got no choice. I will yeah, fucking no choice. do. I will do any sequel. I'll do. I'll do the six Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> right, right that would be sick. Um, okay, so uh, let's see here. We've got. Uh, we'll just do a few of these. We, we've written a bunch. Yeah. Sorry. Hold on here. I'm gonna bring it up. The best ones. The best sequels. Best ones. Okay. All right. So. Uh, Imagine Crazy Rich Asians 5 yeah. Grandma's Forbidden Fist <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I mean Anything Crazy Rich Asians I'm, it's, it's La Familia How did I project correct? Even if it's Grandma's Forbidden Fist Even Dude. if it's Grandma's Forbidden I'll Fist We yeah. completely like We no longer are in the novels And <laughs> it's a kung fu movie Dude I'll do it I'll do it <laughs> you, Imagine if, he's char- if his character is only thing that survived so he's still wearing a suit he's still wearing a suit but the rest Optimum of it, angle yeah. Optimum everybody's angle. doing backflips <laughs> doing, yeah. it's just it's all just wire tricks and yeah yeah I'll do I'll do that yeah well, I mean what is it a porno <laughs> grandma's fist like I'll, yeah whatever no, forbidden, forbidden fist, fist. Forbidden, bro. Forbidden. Forbidden. Be. forbidden yeah I will uh, first of all I, I'm in on any kung fu movie immediately oh that's so, true huh? uh, the fact that it's in the crazy rich Asians universe Ooh. is yeah. only like <laughs> the, the an universe, enticement like Marvel yeah. universe yeah no, it's the universe we can uh, so you say you do jiu- Brazilian Jiu Jitsu you started at my school yeah. yeah I did I also did Wing Chun for like seven years oh my I'm god a, I'm a you, Wing Chun guy oh you dork oh my god I didn't know you're a Wing you're a chunner. I'm, oh. a Wing Chun, I'm a Wing Chun dude, man. Oh my and god! I, I had to stop doing it because I got a weird injury that only stops me from doing Wing Chun. What? Yeah. What, what kind what? of injury is dude, that? It's, it's a torn labrum in my right shoulder, and it just stops me from doing a bong sao. And look, I let's, <laughs> what, let, the, what the fuck is a bong sao? Let, it's like a, a movement. Yeah, it's this movement that 
if you do Wing Chun, you literally in drills, you do it all the time. And if you can't do it, you're basically that's, the, that's like the ollie of, yeah. of Wing Chun. Yeah. Please tell me you practice with those like wooden, yes. the wooden, the wooden things. things. I know wooden dummy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dang. I, I, for seven, I still love it, man. Seven years, dude. Yeah, yeah. I still, I still love Wing Chun. I, I stand by it. I know there's no professional Wing Chun fighters, but <laughs> yeah. I stand by it as a martial art. You know, there's a lot of stuff in it that makes a lot of sense. Um, very simple. But I also, I just love martial arts, man. So I, you know, I started <laughs> jujitsu. <laughs> yeah. Why, why do you think Wing Chun people are dorks? <laughs> They're dorks. You guys stand funny with yeah, your like stand, pigeon toe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ah. You're always wearing just like, I never see any of you guys sweating. You don't uh, seem to be working yeah, hard. Yeah, because it's a simple, dude, let me, let me tell you what, what's lo- what, what, is, what is beautiful about Wing Chun is that it's, uh, can you imagine a bunch of guys in Hong Kong in some di- like dirty, gritty apartment wearing jeans and no shirt? No belts. We don't need that stuff. You know, <laughs> as soon as you touch hands, you know who's good. You don't need belts. And we're just like doing that shit in these sweaty apartments. You know, like yeah. how, like it's just, it's just weird and cool. And I like, see. I think the thing is, I think you need to have all the other stuff you just said before yeah. it gets cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You need to have the sweaty thing with the jeans, and yeah, I don't know about the no shirt, but like you know, like that. Yeah. If it, you know, if somebody was, hey, you want to study Wing Chun in this sweaty yeah. ass apartment in yeah. Taipei? I'm like, yeah. fuck yeah, yeah. It's this weird subversive thing, yeah. But uh, I, I, I don't want to waste all your time on Wing Chun. I love all martial arts, but um, yeah, we, you know, Wing Chun, like uh, as far as traditional Chinese martial arts go, <laughs> it is one of the most practical ones. I, yeah. uh, yes. Okay. You know what's weird is that. We don't talk about martial arts a lot no. for being, you know what I'm saying? You're scared of being too Asian. <laughs> I don't know, but I really you're scared. like it. I also you're really scared. like it. You're just yeah. scared by the crowd. You're letting the community dictate what you can talk about. And you guys got to be more fearless. That's this why is, we ain't shit, man. This is, this is New right. York City. We are fearless in New York City. Let's keep going on with the sequel. Sorry, yeah, sequel. Yeah, sorry okay. for interrupting. Yeah. Well, I could, no, I could talk about this all day. <laughs> And, uh, I, I I sense a spin-off podcast about martial arts. Oh yeah! Oh my god! I, I, I need to have you back on. We need yeah. to talk about a bunch of things. Before, I we, like we could we could talk about like we, you can name the podcast like Asians unfortunately talking about martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. It's that's what that's what yeah. we've talked about this before. What I hate is that somehow you can't talk about stuff American like culture has taken the cool stuff and made it not cool right, right, for right, Asian right, right, guys right, right. to do. Yeah. Right. So it's like now I can't talk about martial arts. Right. I think we can reown it. I think <sighs> we can retake it. I hope so. I think you can retake it. Okay. That's what Black Panther was. It was a kung fu movie. Oh my god! They culturally appropriate kung fu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of my jokes was that I would, like I would trade kung fu with black people in exchange for hip hop. Yes. Yeah. I'll yes. make that trade. Like, that's a that's a good trade. Yeah, that's a, that's good, a trade. good trade. Yeah. Wu Tang for Wu Tang. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, okay. So continuing on. Uh, so uh, the next movie is Harold and Kumar go to Hamilton. <laughs> mm. Yeah, they still get high. They still get high, but you the tickets get, are hard yeah, to get. Yeah. You get to play dude, someone in Hamilton. <laughs> dude, that's an awesome movie. Of course, I do. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, John Shell's getting old. Get in there, bro. Yeah. Oh, you mean like, I, you wouldn't take over their roles, right? You'd be like an additional character. I mean, it doesn't right? matter in this fantasy. Anything in this, could yeah, anything in this could fantasy, anything, it's like, bro? would you be part of this project? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Fuck yeah. 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 Anything that says Hamilton, first of all. That's true. Because mm-hmm. then you get some of that shine. Yeah. And then you know, Harold and Kuma, legendary. So good. Yeah, legendary Asian duo comedy movie yep. that was mm-hmm. like Asian but not Asian. Yes, it was. Yeah, it wasn't. Because they didn't really talk about it. They kind of talked about it. They kind of yeah. didn't, but mainly it was about weed and yeah. fucking yeah. White yeah. Castle. Yeah. All right, uh, and then one more we'll do. Here, this is, yeah, listen to the whole thing. Joy Luck Club 3, Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt Damon's in it. <laughs> <laughs> Would you do it? I love how that's the subtitle. It's just no, it just has it because you know called. what? We need to we need to sell out in Beijing and he 
he's that's got their hilarious. numbers. So. That's hilarious. Also, I don't get too like I don't overanalyze this, but the fact that it says Matt Damon in the title <laughs> means that Matt Damon's not actually in it. It's just about him. It's about it's him. About yeah, him. yeah. Because you wouldn't. Oh wow. You know what I mean? Wow. Like you wouldn't put. The it, title of yeah, yeah right. it's like guy. being John Malkovich. I know John Malkovich was in it, but like, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. that's a bad example. But, <laughs> but like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah, in, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. Joy Luck Club universe, is there Matt Damon? <laughs> is he, yeah, or is, is he a character is he in the movie? A guy. Yeah. Yes. Good point. Oh. Uh, this alternate but, but reality where either Matt way Damon I do is. it. <laughs> <laughs> if he was a character, if he All was right? a character, All yeah. Right. Why not Joy Luck Club? I love how you went to three as well. Yeah. I was immediately trying to think what Joy Luck Club two would be. Well, yeah. How do we get to three? Scarlett Johansson involved. Yeah. just create a constant. The cycle of like women giving birth to Asian children and then like having <laughs> terrible backstories. Yeah. But exactly. by the way, the second generation of Joyla Club, like what half of them are like half white. Yeah, so we are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah, you see yeah. that? Oh yeah, I saw it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Um second game. Second game. Okay, second game. Second game we call it Judge Ronnie. Yeah. Because right? Judge because Ronnie, because uh, you went to uh, law school cool. and uh, we need you to arbitrate some uh, disputes that mm-hmm. Fumi and I have been having. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, we're uh, each are, are on different sides of something and mm-hmm. we're going to uh, ask you to make a judgment. And the first one is about Asian hierarchy. <laughs> who, is, who is better? We're, we're all going to get fired yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> Jungle Asians or fancy Asians? Oh. Shouts, to, shouts to Ali Wong, shouts for, to Ali for, Wong. For, uh, for coining that. But <laughs> I will represent Jungle Asians. And I will represent fancy Asians. <laughs> yeah. I am Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Who's better? Yeah, like oh, you gonna know, make, we're gonna make arguments. Like in yeah, the we're gonna make. Are you? you can, oh, oh, all you, all you okay. have to say is jungle agent or okay. yes. Asian. We're okay. gonna do one, one, like okay. one, 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 one. Here we go. Here we go. Round one. Ding. <laughs> uh, colonization made our food real interesting. Mm-hmm. Or that. we are less racist on the outside. All right, so now round two. Round two. (laughs) Round two. Oh wait, do do you want me to like decide round winners or we're not? No, just do that one at the end. Okay, okay. Uh, Who doesn't like monsoon season? (laughs) We are cleaner. (laughs) 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 Round three. three. (laughs) (laughs) We have superior Asian squat capabilities. You guys have too many white girls wanting to study abroad there. Good one. What do you think? 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 Judge Ronnie. I'm gonna go with Jungle Asians. K.O. I'm gonna celebrate with a bowl of pho right now. All right, case number two. Case number two. Love both arguments. Yeah. Samurai versus Mongolian horde. Who's cooler? Wait, wait, hang on, hang on. Like a group, one single samurai, or like. A, a Just like the idea. I think the idea. Okay, okay. The yeah, idea okay, of yeah, samurai yeah, okay. versus the idea of the Mongolian horde. There you go. Uh, round so one. Round one. Uh, you can go first. Uh, samurais have expensive looking haircuts. Mm. <laughs> Mongolian horde conquered 80% of the world. Ooh. That's true. Uh, That's facts. very That's true. Facts. That's a lot of fucking land. Yep. Round two. Yeah, it's you. White dudes love our swords. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sweet ass horseback riding tricks. <laughs> cool, cool. Round three. Round three. Uh, they commit suicide before they get annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're all probably related to Genghis Khan anyway. Mm. Judge Ronnie, nice. what's the verdict? Judge Ronnie, what do you think? You guys were both killing it. That's, that's a tough one. That was super funny. You also Judge. overcame the initial. If you just straight up no arguments, samurai versus Mongolian horde, you know, mon- uh, samurai 
nine times out of ten, right? Ooh. But with the arguments, <laughs> dude, that's a tough one. Such man. a good opinion. Yeah, this is a tough one. Uh, I'm gonna go with um, oh, fuck, fuck. Mm-hmm. That's so hot. I'm gonna have to go with samurai. Oh, yeah. oh. Okay. oh. Yeah. just like real life. It's a tie. Good one. That's good. We that can still good. be friends because if you had one, fun. I would have left yeah. the project. <laughs> exactly. And uh, yeah, that was a that was a fun game. So neither of us go to jail. Thank you, Judge Ronnie. <laughs> Thank you. So we're gonna get fired on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> hey everybody! Thank you so much for listening. That was episode forty-four. Uh, again, uh, our guest today was Ronnie Chang from the Daily Show and Crazy Rich Asians. Yay. So we Woo. hope you. Enjoyed it, Ronnie. You got anything you want to plug? Any, any projects coming up? Anything? Uh, yeah, I got uh, I got, I got stand updates always coming up. I'm going to San Fran, which I hear is a heavy Asian American market. I don't oh know my if god, any- you're going to fucking nuclear SF war. That the oh my god, it's right, well, going to be crazy. Okay, when well, you going? well, ticket sales are a little thin, so if there's <laughs> Asians there, please come. Uh, I'm going first weekend of January, um, uh, so uh, it's like the f- third to sixth. Uh, I'm at Cobb's. Uh, yeah. In San Francisco, so please come. Uh, you know, um, if you can. Uh, also, I th- my sitcom Ronnie Chang International Student was yes. released on Netflix in Australia. So awesome. watch that season one. And in America, it's on Comedy Central. Uh, watch it if you can, uh, or just pirate it. Honestly, just watch it. <laughs> <laughs> just pirate it and watch it. Yeah, I just want people to watch it now. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's that's why. So go on my website for uh, stand updates. I'm also doing all. You know, I'm doing St. Louis. Uh, St. Louis. I'm uh, doing like. Uh, Tampa. I'm doing Seattle. Another Asian. Oh, sure. yeah, uh, Seattle and cool. Portland. I'm doing. Uh, Portland's gonna uh, Yeah, cool. next next year in uh, Feb and March. So a uh, small little theater there. So come on if you if you can. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, also you can follow me and Mike on the social media. You can find me at the Fumiabe. That's T H E F U M I A B E. You find me uh, on Instagram at Nice Pants Bro. And we also have a joint account at Asian Not Asian Pod. So check us out on Instagram. Uh, uh, and real quick, uh, please leave us a review on iTunes. That's been that's been great. We have like 150 reviews that's now. Amazing. It's, the numbers are going up. So please, if you like our podcast, please review us on iTunes. Also, Patreon. Uh, we forgot we forgot to do the shout out today, so we'll do it next time. But we created a secret Facebook group for all the members who are part of the Patreon thing, uh, where we can talk about secret stuff. So Ooh. you must you should have gotten an email from me. There's only 11 members right now, but there's supposed to be 70. So I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> but please check your emails and uh, be a part of that group. And then uh, a couple of other announcements. December 21st. Mike and I are hosting a Chinese Jewish event at the, <laughs> <laughs> at the Museum of Food and Art, uh, Food and Drink in Williamsburg. It's called yes. Chow by Judaism. So <laughs> please stop laughing, Ronnie. <laughs> this, this is a big deal for us. This is a big deal for this us. Is the biggest, biggest game. Are we getting paid? No, no, but it's a big deal for us. I love it. So come out to that, and then come out to Hack City, December nineteenth. That's this Wednesday, and uh, Ronnie Chang's gonna be there. It's yeah. gonna be doing, crazy. Doing some time. It's gonna be crazy. It's, it's her third year anniversary show. So come out support. Uh, if you've been before, come back. It's gonna be a great time. All new jokes. All new comedians. So come check that out. I think that's and it. Thank you so much again, Ronnie. Yeah, thank you, Ronnie. Thanks for having me. You guys are awesome. Yeah, yes. cool. Uh, and we'll see you guys uh, next week. Woo-hoo. Bye. Asian Not Asian is presented in partnership with Listening Party, the creators of Family FM. Follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market.